probably better not, that I'm not facing you. <laughs> We're in the entrance. <laughs> they cry before. <laughs> <laughs> this really is why I can't even look at you. So, <laughs> listen. <laughs> my name's Abby. And my name's Wes. And, and this, this is, is the Drunk Talks podcast. So, where we, we get lit and, and talk, talk our shit. shit. All in good faith, though, and all that heart is. So, please keep your sourness out in the comments. Please, please and, and thank, thank you. you. Now, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay, so Wes, yes. level with me. Okay. What is one of the worst stereotypes that you've been labelled with being a black woman? Because I'll be real, I'm luckier than you in that sense. I'm, I'm mixed race, so I don't under, undergo or bear the brunt, should I say, of some of the things that you probably will. I think one of the biggest things is labelling assertion as aggression. It's so easy to be labelled as the angry black woman. Yeah. When you're just trying to say your point or defend yourself or say your piece. And the minute your your tone changes or your voice raises, suddenly it's like, why are you being aggressive? Yeah. And for someone... 100%. 100%. And as someone, like, you know me and you know that I'm not, by nature, an aggressive person. I'm really not. And then to be given that, in a way, kind of makes me pander to that assumption. Because yeah. I'm just like, how are you going to sit here and call me aggressive? Because you've defended yourself exactly. or because you tried to stand firm on your point or stand your ground. Like, I get what you mean. I had a woman be rude to me on the phone the other day and label me as aggressive because she said she spoke to me and I was on holiday. It, <laughs> I was taking time away from work. Like, girl, you really didn't speak to me. Like, there's there's no physical way you could have spoke to me. As soon as I said that, oh, I don't appreciate you being aggressive with me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, I'm just defending myself. Now all of a sudden I've got attitude. Exactly. Because and I'm standing my ground. Well. Whereas, let's be real, most people might roll over and be like, oh, okay, well, I'm sorry for the confusion. But it's like, I'm not sorry because I'm, at the end of the day, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm defending myself. I'm like, you're, you've said something and I'm saying, well, actually, in matter of fact, it wasn't because I was there and you weren't. Mm -hmm. But then that's also the thing about attitude as well. I've got that a lot throughout my life. Like, oh, like now you've got an attitude. I'm just like, but how have I got an attitude? Because I don't Because I'm mirroring you your actions. All of a sudden I've got attitude. Don't dish out Thank you. what you can't take. Mm -hmm. But in the same light, it's weird because if a white person gave it back to them, I somewhat feel like it wouldn't be taken. Exactly. In the same way, it's very. It's true. It's I very racist. I think very <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think with black women, well, black people in general, actually, yeah. I think when when we're um, talking just about ourselves or giving our personal opinion, I think that there's a jump to being passive to being aggressive it's kind of like if I don't comply or if I don't agree with what you say then suddenly I'm aggressive and yeah somewhat somewhat all exactly. of a sudden because I'm not going with what you want me to say like someone told me they want a carpet like my hair because it's in Camrose I didn't oh I'll be so real like I probably kind of rolled over a little bit but I didn't quite know how to react I, I honestly had to laugh it off and being a manager, I'm not being funny, but we need the money. Like me, of all people, I can't exactly. go and kick off and be what? The aggressive black woman, big air quotes, because you can't see me. Mm. And yeah, like it's just a bit, I have to, I have to bite my tongue. And I was a bit like, what? 
wow, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell do you mean? Hair like carpet like my uh, huh that's rude (laughs) and like that's the thing when it comes to work as well especially because you're in a managerial position Mm. you have a code of conduct and a policy that you have to follow and people can be very nitpicky with that i'm talking about customers yeah just can can be very nitpicky with that especially if they're trying to you know claim money back or, or whatever the situation may be you know but whenever i disagreed with i would disagree with the white person yeah they're like oh why are you giving me attitude for why are you being so aggressive for and i'm just like but it's not an attitude it's the energy you're giving me that i'm reciprocating back to you and it just because i'm not a pushover exactly just because it's not going your way like i'm giving attitude like yeah of course i would Most of the time I have to laugh about it because I'm just like, I just find situations like that ridiculous because... Because <laughs> if I don't laugh, I'll leap over my desk. Like, you're really just doing way too much. Like, please just shut up. Exactly. And then I'll be the aggress- aggressive black woman when I jump over my desk and... In it. Know, and it's so, it's so funny because people are like, oh, aggressive black woman, aggressive black woman. I am not aggressive by nature. But if you want to see that side, it's not a problem. Exactly. I will leap over my desk. I'll fling the flock- fucking monitor in your head. you don't want this aggressive black woman that you speak about because trust and believe when i tell you it's really not me exactly and i don't appreciate being labeled as that because i'm assertive and straight to the point like no no offense but i really don't have time for your shit that's the thing in the world of sales just trying to get to it even like in the world of sales of course but like even just in the world in general like you're you're a very straightforward assertive like like just get to the point kind of person but that i wouldn't ever label that as aggressive you're not aggressive towards me you're not aggressive towards like friends or other people you're not an aggressive person by nature but then if you want to then if somebody on the outside wants to then push those buttons it's almost like you want me to be aggressive so you can prove your point so your label makes sense because at present you know that it doesn't like i'm not doing anything other than being a standard human being i'm standing my ground like i said earlier or trying to prove a point or whatever the case may be like you would do it too exactly so don't label me a certain way because you didn't expect me of all people to buy it back i was trying to say this to you earlier Mm -hmm. about not being the biggest people in the world we're quite small like we're not we don't have the biggest frames like that does boil down to it as well, on top of being a black woman, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Exactly, but it is true. So it's like me of all people, what, you didn't think I was going to speak up? No, I'm not a dickhead. <laughs> like, 100%, don't, and don't take me for one. Yeah, Don't think you, you can take me for one. Because it's just rude at the end of the day. If you're going to speak to me and you're going to be rude and you're going to throw out all these accusations and comments, of course I'm then going to bite back. Yeah. We're not people What do you expect? <laughs> exactly, what do you the expect? The white man in the pub would bite back at you as well, but what, all of a sudden he's just like, oh, you know, it's how it goes. Exactly. What? He's what? had a couple <laughs> drinks, he's being a bit... Isn't it? I've had a couple is. drinks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the aggressive person as well. Shut up, please. Like, just leave it out. I mean, I've had some comments. I remember when I had my, my first job, my first, um, like, legal paying job ever... And I was working at Superdrug. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And by the way, at that time, I was 16 at the time. And they had no black foundation, concealer, like nothing for black skin at all. 
oh my god, when the shades were like night and day. Yeah, exactly. It's, makeup's come a long way, you know, but that's that's a story for another day. Yeah, it's true though because even like with the shades, it would be like porcelain, and then it would be like like beige. I didn't even know what the in it like. Was. No disrespect to the really dark skin girls, but it will be like dark skin or my skin light skin like there was no medium like there's girls in between you know (laughs) everybody beautiful but hello cater to everybody (laughs) for real for real and that's come such a long way but I was basically I was working in super drug and like I'm as I've said I'm half Congolese I'm half Jamaican like I'm a black person like I'm working in a store you're Congolese yeah my dad's Congolese oh my god girl I've known you for a year and I didn't know (laughs) that yes well you're African and Jamaican yeah Yes, Dad from crazy Congo, mix, guys. And my grandma is from Jamaica, my mum's side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, serious, big moment, guys. I've known her for like a year and I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry. You were working at Superdrug. Yeah, yeah. So I was working at Superdrug and like my, um, basically a majority of people that work there are white. And I didn't have a problem with, with that. That's not a problem for me. But, you know, being a minority at that age in a workplace where you're employed to work there, it's a little bit daunting. But anyway... I'm like doing my shifts and this was before I was like fully natural with my hair. Yeah. I used to like straighten it and um, blow dry it and just kind of make it look more, I guess, Heat European. Damage. Heat damage. Oh Isn't it God. damage? Damage. With my heat on the, with an accent on the E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn, girl. But I get what you mean. Mm. Even little side point, like having to gentrify like that, like my hair's always got to be slipped back. Like having it in cameras, I get comments like, what, your hair? my carpet and your your hair like That's correlate like bitch shut up shut up it's just rude because at the end of the day i can't help how my hair is mm. and i shouldn't have to be made to feel that my hair is indifferent or it's alien or it's bad to have naturally curly hair my hair is naturally curly like it's out but it gets frizzy frizzy it gets bigger in <laughs> humidity yeah it, it just happens you know um but I used to get comments from my manager being like, oh, I like your hair when it's slicked back. I like your hair in plaits, but I don't like it when it's out, saying that she doesn't like it when it's out natural. I know, and it's just... And uh, as a 16-year-old, I'm just like, I don't want to get into an argument about this with you because I know that you don't care, which is the really sad point about that. But also, it's just like, how are you going to say that to me with chest... Like, I don't like your hair natural, but I like it when it's straight. Like, what kind of comment is that to give a 16-year-old girl? And I like your hair when it's giving white vibes, but not when it's giving black. Just because it's frizzy and more afro. I get what you mean. Like, I've been told by my manager in the job that I work now, previously, not my current manager, God forbid. (laughs) Not in my position, I'd leave, but... For real. um, Yeah, I remember one day I went to work. When I was working where you were working, the manager before... um, we can't name people the manager before your manager <laughs> yeah we're being very careful right now. Yeah, we cannot do names. that hello no no, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yes the manager before yours I was working with him and um I had my hair out that day and it was very hot now everyone knows black light skin dark skin any form of afro in your hair yeah heat is just it's not what you need and me as a female my manager said to me oh you look like little Perry from diversity. 
where my hair was like all frizzy and that from the heat. Bearing in mind, I've been going on about it all day, trying to spray it down. I even went to the shop across the road to get some hair product. Granted, it probably wasn't the best hair product for me. It was a savers. That's that's besides the point. But I've been going on about it. And then you want to make a comment and say, I look like a boy and someone that looks no one like me. I remember being, um, I study acting and I did this thing called YMT, Youth Music Theatre. And it's basically a course or, yeah, I would say a course that you pay for and you go over the summer and you stay in a residence and you rehearse a show that's just given to you. You get your director, everything. And then you go and perform the show and you perform for like a night or two nights, depending on the, the thing that you've given. I happen to be part of a musical. And it was a musical that was written um, by two white ladies. And I went, the thing was in Plymouth, and I'd never been there before, but it was like a three-hour train ride. Anyway, I'm there, and the only black people are me and this one other black girl. Bearing in mind, there's probably about 20, 30 of us in this production. It's a big, it's a big cast to have. And... I had my hair natural at the time. I think I was about 16 or 17. Yeah. And I remember getting comments from the white girls saying, oh, are you ever angry about the way that your hair angry. is? Angry was the word. <laughs> Sorry. Angry <laughs> was the word. <laughs> I know. Am I angry about the way I was born? No, not no, really. Not. Like, no, I'm not. And, why and don't make me feel angry or try to make me feel angry about that. What? Because your hair's thin. That's the point. And flimsy like paper. That's <laughs> that's not my problem. Don't don't make me angry because you're angry. Don't exactly. Don't do that. Exactly. And that was the point. And then um, I was there, and they were just like, oh. Like, your hair's... Are you ever sad because your hair's not going to be normal and it's never going to be like our hair? Oh. And I had to take a step back. The use of the word normal. Exactly. But, like, my normal and your normal is completely different. Yeah. But the fact that you're basically saying, are you sad because your hair is curly and natural and my Beautiful. hair is... Well... As, as, took me Sorry a long if you're talking about your hair. No, no, Beautiful. It's, thank you. It, it took me a long time to realise that, though, because comments like that would fly around all the time. I remember getting comments in school like, oh, I would cry if I had hair like yours. I know. Wow, really? For those who can't see what? us, I mean, just, yeah, I mean, yeah, George just dropped. Like dropping, I, I just had to pick it up off the chair. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but for real, and I would get comments like that, and I'm like, wow, wow, is my hair really that much of a problem? But then that psycho programmed me I think that's the word anyway to then make me want to straighten my hair and blow dry it and just put it like in a ponytail or in a bun but the funny thing is when I I wore my hair in a bun people will be like oh you never change your hairstyle and I'm just like I can't win here there's no way yeah for me there's, to, there's, to appear there's no point I have my hair out it's not white enough for you I have it in a bun I don't know, it's, it's not black enough for you. Like, exactly. you want something to make fun of. Now I'm finally putting it into reform and there's nothing for you to say. That somewhat pisses you off even more. I know, it's crazy. It's White crazy. people are shit. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Oops, Who said that? Whoops. 
Just personal opinion, don't come for us. <laughs> in it, disclaimers, disclaimers. But yeah, man, I get comments like that from like colleagues, from people that were my managers were like, again, like twice, three times my age and making comments saying they don't like my hair when it's out and saying that it's unprofessional in the workplace. But then you want to, then you see white girls who want to put in um, cornrows and do box braids. But that's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of them things. Like I'll be real, I've seen it a few times, and it it does look nice. Like shoot me if you want, it does look nice. Yeah, but I'm not gonna disparage. In that the same light, you can go into work, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, I like your hair." Whatever stupid comments they want to make, but when we do it, we're ghetto mm. and we're ratchet and this and that, and it's unprofessional and blah and blah. But I'm not being funny. If we have it out in an afro, we look like little Perry from Diversity. So what fucking difference? Does it make to you? It's almost like his fear of the unknown. Like, I just don't... It is, because you never know where that middle ground is. And there's also, coming off the back of that, there's also that feeling of wanting to be accepted and wanting to be treated as if you're normal. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that the way that I look, my appearance, my hair, my skin, it's, n- it's never been seen as normal through growing up anyway now i think we're progressing a little bit more i'm not gonna you know put a damper on everything and say that everyone's being negative about blah 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 but i think that growing up as a black woman there's always that you're alien or your other you know when yeah. i wear my hair out people will be like oh your hair's really cool and in it, what's with this can I touch your hair business? I didn't give you my consent. Like, don't put your hands on me. Who actually fucking asked you to put your hands on me? Like, bro, please. Because if I touched you, all of a sudden you'll be backing up, backing up. What, I want to rob your purse or something? Like, when you get on the underground. That's the thing. And everyone starts clutching their bags. Like, girl, your bag's ugly. Like, I really don't care for what's in your bag. And you want to touch my hair and make all these snide comments about me and not even take into account how a that makes a person feel and how much more that would affect me if the roles were reversed yeah and that is the problem here and that's what's deep rooted in society as well Tada, boys. Tada. honestly one time for the preacher guys <laughs> yeah like we're just expected to be of a lower class and to never succeed by or in regards to the white people, like how they view us and stuff like that. Like really being well spoken for a black person is like a rare thing. Like, oh my God, like say we can't have good upbringing. Exactly, you know, like even like the way I speak is just the way I speak. Um, and, you know, being called like a coconut or an Oreo or just some derogatory comment that is just like, oh, I didn't expect you to speak the way that you speak because the way that you speak is conditionally for a white person is just so and it, Just because I dot my eyes and cross my T's, so to speak, literally. Exactly. All of a sudden it's like, oh, you're very well spoken for a black person. No, I'm just a human being. I just happen to have more pigment in my skin than you. It doesn't change... It doesn't change the fact that I can have the same upbringing as you. Exactly. It doesn't like what, just because I'm black, I was supposed to grow up in a ghetto? There you go. And that's, that's the expectation, though. That is the expectation. At the end of the day, I'm just voicing my opinion. And because I'm well-spoken, you shouldn't then look down on me because of the colour of my skin. 
because you wouldn't look down on a white woman or a white man for that same way of communicating. Yeah. in the car let me know listen no freestyle today <laughs> it's like for a black person for a black person it's like do you know what fuck this for a black person mm. like i'm a human being like we're expected to be stronger more again to repeat myself like more strong-willed more determined more yeah, driven in like, it more resilient pain. to everything and it's just like do you know what i'm a human being as well like fuck all of this we should be stronger like mental health is a thing for everyone exactly. if i'm feeling what depressed or this and that it's like no you're moving mad or mm-hmm. whatever someone wants to say like just just calm down and that's also ancestral as well like it's not just of ourselves that's something that's also passed down from I know especially in my heritage and my culture that's something that's passed down as you have to be the strong person especially as the woman as well I don't know why there's always been this stigma or idea around black women that they always have to be the strongest people because that comes with hindrances as well you can't always be strong all the time. It's impossible to be strong all the time. Yes, you can be a resilient person by nature, but also I feel like we're conditioned to to grow up to feel like we have to be strong and just put up with people's bullshit and take comments and not react because then that comes back to what we were saying about the aggression and the, you know, the, what's the word? Like the defensiveness and everything. Yeah, like being assertive, having it classed as, you know, aggression and this and that. It's just like. That's <sighs> not how it is. Yeah, it's, it's not, not how, how it it's is. supposed. Like, it's not how it's supposed to be because you lots can drink their alcohol, kick off and do this and that. And it's like, oh, that's that's like what geezer nature. Exactly. Like, say I'm not allowed to get angry, break down and cry. And it's just like that's not that's not fair and this might sound like completely unrelated but what because we we're the breeders of children and we're mothers and this and that we're not supposed to be able to switch off that's like, that's not fair to mothers and they wonder why a lot of mothers end up with postpartum depression and depression in general it's just like <laughs> exactly. like you can't blame us why i'm black mums everywhere like my older sister She's white and, you know, she's she is an amazing mum, but she's she's battled with things, haven't we all? But as a mum, I imagine it's that much harder. A hundred percent. I think for my mum as well, it's like she's had to raise a... Yeah, she's black, I'm black, but she's had to raise a, a black daughter. And that in itself is a very difficult thing to do. And the things that I've been through, she's also been through. It's like know, especially if she was a single parent. Yeah, she, very, she very was. Hard. For majority of my life, she was. And it's very difficult. I can only imagine. I don't have children, but I can imagine so having to even relive your past trauma 
through your daughter because I still went through the same things or similar things that she went through in school, in life, in jobs, with groups yeah. of friends. 100% like the bullying that I imagine we probably both went through. And again, yeah. I'm mixed race. So I, I only bear the brunt of racist bullying because I was like pretty much the only black person in my school and no right. disrespect to Somalians or Asians, but the only other black people in my school were Somalian and Asian. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is about, you know, let's just say having the Asian green card, but you're not exactly subject to that sort of racism because you come with all of the smart stigmas and this and that, but you're not quite black. It goes into stigmas about religion and you know, other things, but then also when you have brown skin as well, say if you're a Muslim, for example, I know that they get such a bad reputation through the media, through through school as well. There was a lot of racism and a lot of just derogatory terms that were thrown around about people with different religions and different races. But I also think that's a flaw in the education system. Yeah. When I was at school, the only black history that I was taught was about the slave trade. And the slave trade is a long, long, long timeline. So many different things happened in that period. And I wasn't taught all of that in school. It was all King Henry VIII and it was the Tudors and the Victorians and... yeah. A bunch of white people shit. And like you said, when it comes to Black History History Month, they only want to highlight the slave trade and things like that. Like, it sounds so bad, but I'm not even brushed up the best on Black history, you know? And that is bad to say. But in the same light, you only want to talk about slave trade and this and that. And the things that put black people down, to be fucking honest. And it's like what you don't want to talk about, what Nelson Mandela fought for, Rosa Parks sitting down on the bus. I really hope that's right. Yeah, yeah. But, thank God. (laughs) Can you imagine if I'm wrong, this later ridge I'm going to suffer. (laughs) But, you know, like they don't want to talk about, they don't want to talk about the things that black people have accomplished is the point that I'm trying to make whether my info's right or not. A hundred percent. Like they only want to talk about the things that put black people down. And again, that's conditioning us to think less of ourselves. The comments about the hair, assertion being confused for aggression, blah, 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 put black people down. Like that's all I'm hearing at the end of the day. And it's like, I'm not being funny, but a lot of black people have created the things that we, I'm looking at a lamp right now. A black person probably had a big part to do with the creation of that. Mm-hmm. But yet it gets labelled down to the white person because they're the one that put the idea on the floor because they were probably allowed to. A hundred The black person wasn't allowed to go to no big Supreme Court or whatever you want to call it for inventions and put that forward to get certified. No fucking way. A hundred percent. You know, even in music as well, it's a big thing in music and music culture. Oh yeah, I can imagine because you're within the acting industry so you're within that creative side of life so you get that fully yeah within the like the arts industry like i'm not an established i want to say i'm not an established actor like i'm not a name that people will there, know girl. we get in there we get in there soon come soon come but there's a lot a lot of poaching of black artists work that wouldn't be shown if it wasn't for the white man or the, the white, white producer women, and the stuff white producer, like that, director, yeah. head of board of whatever, pushing that idea forward and that them becoming their thing 
and their entity to then be able to push forward on. You know yeah. the song um, Hound Dog by Everyone Thinks It's by Elvis Presley? It's okay. by a artist called Big Mama Thornton. It's <laughs> It's a song. It's a song that um, was sung by Elvis Presley. That's very famous. Like you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Oh, yeah. okay. That right. song. It was originally sung by a black female called Big Mama Thornton. I think I've got that correct. Please don't me if I haven't. Yeah, Big Mama, but it wasn't played on the radio when she recorded that song. Yeah. But when Elvis sung that song, suddenly it's top of the charts. Mm-hmm. Just for a prime example of something that happened in history, but it's very true. Yeah. You know, and that's something that still is, to this day, still happening. And you see it throughout um, media, throughout, like, films, um, Netflix series. And don't get me wrong, I think we have come a long way in terms of progression. I think that there are a lot, there's a lot more racial diversity in TV shows and films. But there's kind of a thing where I feel there always has to be, like, a at least one black person or one Asian person in a I'm just like being generic I know there's loads of different you know races ethnicities heritage everything I'm just being generic here but there's always that one token person that is in a tv series or in a movie just to be like we are being all inclusive oh yeah like ticking that diversity and equality box like I me personally, again, even only being mixed race, I feel like I've been that for a few jobs that I've worked in. Like I worked in for about two years. And from when I went into any job after a certain age, I was just like, you know what, I want management to be the next thing because I do want to do my own thing in life that revolves managing myself and other people in a company of whatever industry I want to go into. But it's like I want to learn those things. And I was saying for ages when I went into the job, this is what I want to do. Like I worked in a coffee shop. Okay, it's just Italian people. They're telling me there's not any vacancies available at the moment to become like a shift leader, basically. Yeah, I'm seeing loads of the Italian people within the clique, so to speak, going up, going up, going up. And I'm just like, you know what? Like I transferred two stores. It happened to me in both stores. Italians aside, whatever happened it's like oh you're not worthy and it's like you can't help but think after a certain point does my race have something to do with it when you're in a workplace that's surrounded by Asians and Italians and people that have their own cliques it could be all it could be all British people like it does it doesn't matter when there's a clique there that you're not a part of like it help it can't help but make you think like is what is it to do with me As to why I'm not getting the job, hence why I left and I am where I am now. Mm. And thank God I'm a manager, but it was it was a fucking fight to get here. Like I underwent the same thing along with ageism. It's very no, it's it's very true. It's very true. And I hear what you're saying. Just a disclaimer: like we're not saying that you know Italian people or Asian people shouldn't be promoted or put higher up in jobs. We're just saying. Oh my gosh! Yeah, thank you for the haters because I'm not saying any of that. It's just a personal experience. Yeah, we're just saying that, you know, being black in a company, um, corporate companies, whatever, retail, hospitality, it is very hard for you to then be taken seriously and for you to progress in a certain field, in any field, really. I shouldn't say certain. Yeah. In any field, like as a black woman is what is what um, Abs is saying there, just in case anybody wanted to come for us about 
about that. But you're you're a hundred percent right. You really are. And also in terms of in terms of work, it's such a struggle to be able to get to the place that you want to get at. It's that much harder to push and persuade and it gets harder to fight for it the longer that you go on I mean I'm speaking as a 24 year old there's so much of life I haven't lived there's a lot that I haven't experienced you know a lot of um racial abuse that we haven't experienced yet guys exactly not being negative just being realistic it's true that we haven't we haven't checked that <laughs> box yet but you know it's very true that there is always more of a fight and more of a struggle to be able to progress at the position that you want to be in yeah. it's very hard to be taken seriously as a black woman and it's very disheartening having to fight the same fight and the same battle yeah two for now for what people just get as a standard privilege and then people want to fight the card of white privilege doesn't you know doesn't mean anything i'm like do you uh. know what give it a rest because for example, my manager position, same with your acting career. I imagine you've had to fight tooth for nail, same way I've had to fight tooth for nail with people, with white people. Or do you know what? Anyone of any other race, like, again, no offence to Asians, but you lots do have a little bit of a higher class because of that stereotype, which you may or may not be a fan of, that you lots are smart. So people are always going to put you down first for a job that involves numbers or something like that, opposed to someone like myself or even Gary sitting next to me yeah and it's not always a yeah. we're not saying that that's right that you should always be stereotyped to be in that category but you are more than likely going to get a job in finance or accounting than i will yeah. purely because of a stigma and a stereotype that surrounds your race and the way that you look yeah no 100 percent. naturally it's harder for black people of all races if you've got that level of pigment in your skin, you're going to undergo some stress. And in the same light, that's not that's not as much as we're probably not inspirational yet. That's not trying to cu crush people's spirits. People who are of colour, like trying to say, you know, you're not going to get anything. But yes, you will have to fight a little bit harder. But it's, I'd like to think that that in itself is like a little bit inspirational because when you get it, it feels that much better. Mm, like we're not trying to say that, you know, as a black person, you don't get anything. It's, true. it's just a harsh reality you have to fight harder like we're just sort of speaking on realistic things of course but it you is get it, Wes. It, i do and it's it is worth it is worth struggling and worth fighting for your life and yourself and your happiness is always worth fighting for and there are going to be people that try and put you down or try and gaslight you into making you feel that you shouldn't be feeling or expressing your opinion the way that you feel it and that's bullshit it is it's complete bullshit yeah you know everybody's life is worth something and just because you're you're not white just because you're black or you're asian it doesn't mean that you're less than just because that's a picture that has been painted throughout society it's not true and it's it's not fair so in any in any respect anything that you're doing if it's for you and towards yourself and your well-being is always going to be a positive thing regardless and you will find people that also 
feel the same way as you, who have shared that same struggle, who have gone through difficult and hard times in their lives that will tell you that it's still worth fighting for. No, 100%. In any case, we're just saying beware of the stigmas and stereotypes that we've just spoken about. We're not saying that it's impossible. It's really not a pessimistic image. I'm not being funny, but it's just realistic. It's based off personal experience. If you haven't undergone this, then I'm not being funny, but lucky you. (laughs) No bad vibes, but lucky you. Like, honestly, I mean that with every fibre in my body because I personally have it, it's not nice. Wes personally has it, it's not nice. I know a number of people that have, and it's not fucking nice. So and if you are a white person and you have a black friend or you have an Asian friend, think twice before you say a comment that is, you know, borderline just going too far on someone. Yeah, yeah. Having a white friend, having a black friend as a white person doesn't justify your borderline racist comments more often than not racist comments. Okay, like shut the fuck up just shut up because i've got bare white friends but you don't see me calling you a flipping cracker and justifying it with oh but i've got white friends okay like let's just leave that one out okay like we're the years to come to a close very soon like if there's anything that we're gonna leave <laughs> in 2022 or better yet in august or in last week <laughs> It's going to be justifying racism with, oh, but I have black friends. Like, your black friends don't like you because of these comments. Like, just leave it out. Exactly. You can't justify a racist comment by saying, like, oh, I have black friends. Yeah, your black friends are offended. Yeah, exactly. What now? (laughs) They may not say it straight away because it's very difficult to hear because we hear it day in, day out, time and time again. It doesn't justify the fact that you are saying something that is a racist or derogatory comment. And if you don't know if it is or it isn't, then ask. We're not going to get offended if you ask. Just ask. It's okay. Or even say it to me privately. Like, don't go and say it in a situation that's going to then make me feel somewhat embarrassed or be embarrassed. Look at me missing letters. Drunk talks for real. Like, just come to me on a level and... Like maybe just make the joke privately before you go and experiment it publicly because it's really not always reciprocated nice. It's very true. God forbid you're in an all-black crowd. Like, white people need to understand not every black person is nice. Like... Yeah. This is going to sound very borderline coming from me, but some black people do live up to that stereotype that white people want to make out of. They will slump you over. Like, people need to mind themselves in every aspect. 100%. <laughs> know exactly. the battles that you're going to fight because you, you really can't comment. win all of them. Yeah. You say the wrong comment to the wrong person and and you're done. That's it. Everyone just has to be more sensitive. And don't get me wrong, like, I feel that as time has gone on and people have become, I guess, more educated it is more of a thing that people are just more aware of the fact that comments that are made or things that are said are hurtful and are racist and shouldn't be accepted on any level. But going off of that, did you watch the TikTok video? This was um, the woman who was outside McDonald's and she was shouting at the security guard. It was a white woman and the security guard was black, and she started shouting racial abuse at him, calling him the N-word. It was I don't McDonald's. Like to say it. I think I know the video that you're talking about. I didn't know it was McDonald's, though. Yeah, I think it, it was, was McDonald's. Oh, it could have been. Either, either way, she was shouting at a security guard and basically calling him the N-word and just yelling and screaming abuse. 
and the whole the video went viral on on TikTok and Instagram, I think. And I think her account ended up being um, yeah, blocked. Yeah, I remember. And she got I know what hate. you're talking about, and it's like, it's like really, yeah. It's just like, are you are you serious? And it's like, I don't know in what sense that was posted, but all I know, I know as such as that woman tried to justify herself. And I'm sorry, but being drunk or whatever, I don't care what you could be on flipping crack, mate. You, I'm sorry, but you know right from wrong as an adult at your big age because she wasn't no 21. Mm. That's still not an excuse, but she wasn't no young age. Like you can't. That's what it was. It was a going shouting slurs at my mind and then trying to justify it. Like he was only doing his job. Exactly. At the end of the day, he was doing his job as a security guard. I think she was drunk at the time. Again, not an ex- excuse. I think she had been drinking, but that was the thing. It was the fact that it was a justification before the apology, if there even was one. I can't remember exactly it, like, what you, she said. You could have called him a number of things before you escalated to that level of racism. And that's why I say that being under the influence doesn't phase anything. Like, I don't want to go and say the word because I know we'll have to block it out, but you could have called him a C-U-N-T. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you could have called him something, anything under the flipping sun, but the N-word. Exactly. Or anything to describe, you know, some sort of racial slur towards a black person. You chose to escalate to that level under the influence or not. And you're clearly not that under the influence if you can go and escalate to that level because you know what that word means regardless. Exactly. You know it's wrong in any respect. Like, you you just know it's wrong. You just don't say that. But there's um there's been a couple of videos, more than a couple, like, that have been circulating um, Instagram and TikTok even during the whole, during the Black Lives Matter protests that happened during lockdown, yeah. I want to say it was 2020, or was it 2019, that summer? COVID's been a bit of a blur, but I know yeah. the BLM protest, what, the one with the horses? Yeah. 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 That was, of all forms Honestly. of security, you actually said horses. horses with chests. Bitch, helicopters helicopters like they were in central london you you could have had man as bad as it sounds you could have had snipe man out on the high buildings like bro anything but wild animals that are going to kick off like it's a flipping protest it's it's not a calm vibe exactly from when the horse kicks off and ki- and some police officer dropped off the horse and they tried to make it seem like it was the black people's fault and he like charged towards people for no reason if i remember right and got his head licked off by a traffic light yeah Live on video, you got, you got your head licked off by a traffic light and you tried to blame that on someone when you're, again, on a wild animal. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. A lot came to light during those protests as well. There were A lot came to light after George Floyd, to be fair. Because mm. I'm pretty sure that's what sparked all the protests all yeah, over. It did. It that's did. crazy how it reached the UK. But, I mean, I'm glad in a way. I'm glad it just caused it a shown. little bit of... Caused a little bit of unnecessary drama because BLM is a profitable association run by white people. So that part. I'm a little bit like, uh, like when I found that out, I deleted all my like blacked out Tuesday posts, all that fucking shit. Because I was just like, what am I really standing for? Because I know I'm not standing for the white man again. And it just goes to show... There were just so many comments. There were messages that I got from people that I used to go to school with that used to shout, like, 
racist comments at me throughout uni. I got it as well. And someone messaged me saying, you shouldn't have to put up with this. And on the flip side, I just basically said, but you spoke to me in this way. You said these things about me. Long story short. And it's nice to know that you learned, but it's a little bit late now. It's a bit late. Like you you done said that. Long story short, um, I got the lead part in my end of year show at university. Um, it was an acting course and I, I got the lead part. We all auditioned and it was it was just fair, you know, the director's chose so I thought it was best for the part, how the acting well works. Yeah. And she kicked off and said that she should have got the main part and I shouldn't have got the main part due to the fact that she was white and I was black. She said that she was going to drop out of the school. She said that her parents paid too much money for her to be there for an unfair decision to be made. And then during all the posts that I posted during Black Lives Matter, she then took it upon herself to message me and say, you shouldn't have to put up with this. To which I retaliated with, you contributed towards this by the way that you acted during that time. And she said that she wasn't a racist because she had black friends going back on that comment doesn't make you not a racist and she uh blocked on social media in it i've got white friends it doesn't change the fact that no offense to any of you you are my least favorite kind of people bar my family no not even a few close friends no offense but i don't have any white friends either (laughs) we just don't mix okay like me making that comment, oh, but I have white friends, if I was to call someone a cracker or whatever the racist words are. Right. It's still not okay. it's, it's not, it doesn't make it justifiable, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't. Just watch what you say to people, guys. I mean, just in any, in any respect, just watch the way that you speak to people. At the end of the day, we're all humans. We all just want to live in peace. We're all out here minding our business, trying to make our way. There's no need to make someone feel inferior or make someone feel less than and just because you're black doesn't mean that you are inferior to white people yeah for real i'm not being funny but if you really want to get technical we're supposedly superior like back to slavery days they wanted to breed with the black women because we made better babies stronger babies etc etc so you know if you want to get real technical please really don't feel bad because we're actually the better ones but no one's going to talk about that conversation for another day point being as Wes said don't be made to feel inferior by white people because i'm not being funny but they wouldn't be where they are if it wasn't for us who picked their cotton <laughs> who picked their cotton do you get what i'm saying so you know moral of the story don't be inferior like Wes said don't be inferior you're worth it and you're worthy Oh, I'm so waved, girl. That was a real good sesh. It was. It was so much fun. Well, you know, off that sentence, guys, that's a wrap. I really, I really hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. It's our first session, so, you know, there might be critique, but leave it out if it's rude and unnecessary because we get it's a work in progress. But again, we really hope you enjoyed it. I've been Abby. I've been Wes. And yeah, that's it, guys. Follow us on TikTok at The Drunk Talkers and on audio platforms at The Drunk Talks Pod.